when you F it the heck up in absolutely positively epic fashion, how do you get off the floor? How do you clean up the mess? And how do you find your self-respect and confidence again? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And we've all done it, my friends, haven't we? Like just made the wrong decision. Sometimes with the best of intentions, sometimes because we were lazy, sometimes from a place where we didn't have the right information at the right time, but we have all either personally or professionally really stepped in it. And when we do it for our businesses, it can just leave us feeling so bad, so gross, and so very deeply embarrassed. That's where today's listener, brave, brave listener for writing in with this question, finds herself. And together, you and I are going to get her on the other side. So listen in and then I'll find you there. Heather, I really effed it up horribly. I am so embarrassed, mad at myself, and scared. Last year was the first year my business made any real money. I did the taxes for it, and we just got all of these notices from our state and from the IRS asking for money, verification, request for additional information. Every time I open the mailbox, it's another letter. It looks like we might owe more than $10,000 in taxes, and I don't have that money accessible to me because I already reinvested it in the business. It's awful, Heather. I'm so scared. I feel so dumb and I don't know how to get out of this hole. My husband has stopped speaking to me and is taken to sleeping in the guest room. I was talking to friends and they start their responses with things like, oh, you didn't know that dot 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 or why didn't you think dot 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 or you really didn't hire an accountant It's a mess, and I've been largely unable to function. I know I really effed it up. I know I got in over my head, even if I didn't know at the time that I was so close to drowning. But now I can't get out from under any of this. How do people stand back up when they've fallen so epically? I just feel like the universe is saying to me, okay, kid, you couldn't hack it in the big leagues. You couldn't hack it in the big leagues. Time to pack it all up. Okay, my friend. Take a deep breath and just close your eyes for a second and just feel the support that I'm sending to you and that other listeners listening to your letter, I'm sure, are sending to you. Because yes, we have all been there somewhere in our lives. We have done the thing that everybody warned us not to do. We've done the thing from a place of... So, you know, sometimes it's just outright stupidity. Sometimes it's ego. It sounds like in your case today, like you just didn't know what you didn't know. And now you're finding out in epic fashion and it's completely overwhelming. Um, we've all been there and it does feel awful. And yes, you're embarrassed and you get to be embarrassed. Um, I'm so sorry that in his own reaction to the scary numbers and the scary paperwork that your husband has just kind of shut you off because I think that that 
really makes the problem so much worse for you and makes you feel it so much, you know, more intensely is that when we make mistakes that affect other people and we have to also hold their reactions to our mistakes, it can just feel horrible. I I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I've cracked up my car, but every single time my husband's car insurance goes up because I'm an idiot behind the wheel, it, it just feels so awful. Um, it's embarrassing. It makes me feel small. I, I just want to run and hide. Um, and I, you know, the last time it happened, I was like, I just feel like a little kid, you know, and it, it just, it feels like we have no business being where we are and that like, we just didn't earn this opportunity that we're not good enough for the opportunity and we should absolutely run away. Um, I really relate <laughs> so as I think about my car, I really relate to what you're bringing to the table here, but I also know that taxes and numbers and businesses is it's really tricky business um and i don't know how much you know um training you had ahead of time or how much information you had gotten if somebody told you that it was super easy like how you ended up in this mess doesn't really matter but what you do with it and how you move through the world in response to it determines everything that happens next. I'm imagining in your upset and in your reaction that you have already apologized to your husband, that you have already said, of course, you're scared. Of course, you're nervous. Of course, it feels bad to see your name on this bill. And yes, I'm going to do everything I can to fix it. Um, And he might just need to be mad for a while. And he might just need to be scared for a while. And my guess is, is he's not going to feel better until he knows what the resolution is. And if you don't know how to fix it. My guess is he doesn't know how to fix it either. So it is my sincere wish, if you haven't already, if not, it's my specific direction, then you need to get yourself an accountant who specializes in the type of commerce that you're offering. If it's service-based, if it's product-based, if you're selling in other countries, if you're selling across state lines, whatever your product or service is, you want to hire an accountant who is experienced in responding to these IRS and state requests. I know there's a lot of people online who do this. There's a lot of reputable people. It is my story, my bias, and my belief that when you're up against the wall, you will feel calmer talking to somebody in person about this. Finding somebody who you feel as though you have immediate access to, who you can bring your paperwork to, your numbers and all of its disarray, and all of this, because just because you've gotten a pile of paperwork doesn't yet mean you actually owe all this money. You very well might owe all this money, but you know, it could have just been that you had the right information and you put it in the wrong line. You don't know why you're getting all these questions. You don't know why you're being given this gigantic tax bill. I don't want you to try to solve this problem yourself. You were officially in over your head, my friend. So in order to solve this problem, you are going to have to spend more money and you are going to have to dig the debt hole a little bit deeper. It's non-negotiable. You want somebody who's smarter than you at this particular table, who is specializing in the papers that you're staring at and who can give you good advice. I would spend some time finding that person because that person 
person is also going to help you with the direction, help you navigate and negotiate with the IRS. How do you, if you do owe money of, you know, that amount, how do you pay it back? What are the installments going to be? All of that. So you want to get yourself a trained professional who's skilled at your type of commerce. One of the things I bumped into with my own accountant is that he's not familiar with things like sales tax and different things like that. So I had, you know, I had to get separate consultation on things like that with somebody else. So you want to make sure that you can clearly communicate how you have earned your money, where it has come from, and anything connected to your business that your accountant might need to have experience in in order to be able to know that they can help you dig out of this hole. And then you're just going to do one big old mea culpa, get in front of the accountant and ask them to please direct you and what they need in order to start fixing this problem. And then once you're working towards that solution, which is not going to happen overnight, these forms are intimidating. I myself just got a super intimidating form from the state of California because we moved like at the very end of 2017 to California. And suddenly we were accused by California of not um, filing our taxes for um, 2017. And that's because they noticed on our 2018 taxes that we did it from, um, or they noticed on our 2017 tax return that we filed it from a California address. So suddenly they thought we were living in California in 2017. And it was like a six page pamphlet of questions when all we had to do was answer three questions. No, we didn't live in California in 2017. And this is the state that we already filed in. But that paperwork when it comes is super intimidating and it makes you feel dumb and it makes you feel small. And the first thing I did was fax it over to my accountant and have him tell me what I needed to do. So you will start to breathe when this is in the hands of somebody who knows the answers. So that's the first step. You want to validate for yourself that this sucks, that you didn't mean for this to happen. And yes, of course, your husband is anxious and afraid and scared because the two of you can't afford a $10,000 tax bill right now. So he's having a reaction. I wish he wasn't having such a conflict-based reaction, not talking to you, getting out of the big bed. I think that that, you know, to me, is a significant problem that would almost end up being its own podcast episode. But I do want you, you know, to think for yourself, What's it going to take for you to forgive yourself? And for me, like when I just, I got to tell you, I cracked up the car at the beginning of 2018, like not soon after we had moved. Um, and I, I wasn't going to feel better until I fixed it. I wasn't going to feel better until I made it all go away. Um, I paid for like, for some reason, it made me feel better to pay for the car out of my own like personal side money account versus taking it from the household account. Like all of these things, like it was just like, what do I need to do to fix this? And what I need needed to do was, you know, as my dad would say when I made a mistake at Subway um, working for him growing up, he would say, make it all go away. So my conscience wasn't going to calm down and simmer down until I did what was necessary to make it all go away. So that's what I'm going to encourage you to do. I think a lot of people say, don't worry about it. Forgive yourself. We all make mistakes. But for me, I can tell you that there was no forgiving myself. There was no feeling better about it until I had tried to fix it. So I want you to do it in a really thoughtful way. Get that accountant. 
And then I want you to really look at and be honest with yourself. How did this happen? You are a business owner. You are starting to make more money. What was the story you told yourself? What was the information you were given? How, like, how did this happen? Because you want to make gosh darn sure a mistake like this doesn't happen again. And because it seems pretty clear from your devastation in your letter that you weren't just trying to pull one over on the IRS, you weren't just trying to like sock away some extra extra cash, you really thought you had done it right. What did you get wrong? What did you miss? What's the, what information were you running on that you shouldn't have been running on? Because if you can understand how this happened, you then get to say to yourself, I may make another mistake, but I am not making that mistake again. And that will give you confidence and that will give you a sense of calm and you will find your peace there. But if you don't understand it, then that's part of what's going to make you feel dumb and stupid. And yeah, you might have made an assumption. And yes, you might have listened to bad advice and, you know, 50 million other things. But if you can really know and understand how this happened, you will have a better chance of accepting it. And then I want you to just look in the mirror and be honest and say to yourself, I effed it up. I thought this I was told this, I did this, I didn't know what I didn't know, I tried to solve the problem this way, I got scared and I froze and I stayed in inaction, I ignored this, I didn't pay attention to this, and I want you to do this in a mirror, looking at yourself in the eyes, and then I want you to tell yourself, this is done that you don't get to continue the list of all the times you effed it up, all the mistakes you made, all of the things you did wrong, everything you need to you know do to repair it. You own it once and then you work on amends with yourself. What are you going to do? Because if somebody had hurt you, if somebody had taken $10,000, if somebody had sort of effed you over in this way, you would need to go through an amends process. So what I want you to think about is an amends process with yourself. I want you to think about this idea that like, what is it going to take for you to see in yourself that you can start to trust yourself again? Because part of it is that you're willing to do the amends process, right? When somebody hurts us and somebody hurts our feelings, but they like show up for the hard conversation of the amends process and owning responsibility that starts to establish trust again. And then I want you to scan your life and your business for all the ways you've already taken, you know, steps to fixing this, all the ways you've ensured with yourself that this is never going to happen again. And all of the things you are going to do, the checks and balances you are going to implement, the things you're going to do differently next time so that this doesn't happen. And then I want you to ask yourself a question. Now that I know I am capable of effing it up this royally, do I still want this business? Because you are going to make another mistake. You may not make one that big. You may make one even bigger. You may invest your money in the wrong space. You may make the wrong decision. You may bet on the wrong horse. There is no guaranteeing in business that you are not going to make a bad move again. But if you are willing 
to go through that repair process, to educate yourself on making more informed decisions on how you choose best courses of action and you are willing to roll the dice again, then you move forward. And if you know or have come to know that you're just somebody who can't stomach the risk and can't stomach that, then you know you shouldn't be owning a business because there is no guarantee that you are going to leave this situation and not make a mistake again. Like you, and if you are not willing to make another mistake, you shouldn't be owning a business. But you can make yourself a promise that you are going to learn from this. And you can make a plan for how you're going to learn from it. How are you going to learn the tax stuff? Are you just going to hire somebody? How are you going to prepare for next year? How can you set up systems for this year while we're only, you know, midway through Q2 so that, you know, doing your 2019 taxes gets easier for you? What is your plan? Because all of that, my friend, is your business acumen, is your boss style, is your leadership style. And that's how you are going to build trust with yourself again. You are going to scan for all of the decisions that didn't go awry. Because you know what? You have this problem because you did a lot of things right. You built a successful business. You got people buying from you. You established no like, and trust. And that does not get erased just because you did the paperwork wrong. So you want to tune into all of the skills and all of the strategies and all of the knowledge that worked in your favor to get you to this place. And you are going to combine that knowledge of what you're good at with this new area that you're now identifying there's room to grow and you are going to make a plan and then you are going to start deciding what's next and you're going to keep your eye on the ball and then you're going to go back to your husband and you're going to say listen I know you had a massive reaction to what went down and I am horrified you must have been so scared and I am so sorry that my ineptitude you know caused this mess. These are the steps I've taken to fix it. I am asking for your forgiveness. And just ask. And then your husband's going to have to decide, like, really not going to forgive you? Like, this is the cross he's going to die on? Um, and he's going to have to do that. But I think what ends up happening is when people just chronically apologize, then people chronically react. A good way to interrupt that process is to say, I own responsibility. This is what I've learned from it. I am asking for your forgiveness. And yes, this might be something that you hear about again. You're not going to skip that like you did the taxes. You know, like this might be the thing you keep hearing about. But then I'm going to encourage you to stand up for yourself and have the conversation around boundaries. That we all make mistakes. And it sucks when our mistakes affect other people, but you're not going to hear about it for the rest of your life. I also think there's room for you to do some work on the silent treatment. Like that you got the silent treatment because you effed it up. Like really? Like that's how he's going to respond to mistakes? Because that to me is a, an issue separate of business. And I, you know, the, the shrink on this side of the conversation is going to tell you that's worth paying attention to because it's a power and control move. And you want to make sure that you're thinking about that and addressing it. But again, if you want my help with that, you have to send in another question and I'll give you my two cents on that. Um, but the biggest thing here is show yourself some self-compassion and self-acceptance. This happened. You didn't mean 
waiting for it to happen. You're horrified that it happened. And yes, it's embarrassing. And yes, it makes you question yourself. But that's just a story. That doesn't mean it's fact. So you get to decide for yourself what your your story of yourself is going to be, that you're how you're going to learn from this and what you're going to do next. And I know you can get yourself to the other side of it. And I want you to recognize that you have a listenership behind the show that has your back. Like we're all human. We've all effed it up in some way, shape, or form. And we know you'll get to the other side of this. And if you need my help or two cents and you want to write in with another question, I certainly invite you to do that. Anybody else listening who needs to sort of process through an F up of themselves or their own life or their own business, please feel free to do the same as our brave listener did today and find me over at heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.